0: I'm Julie Potowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, welcome to another episode or podcast of Grow Your Occupancy. I'm Julie Podowitz, founder and CEO. And I'm really, really excited to uh, talk today with someone I admire very much, Brandy Mullen, who I consider a a pre-leasing guru, a guru of so much, but pre-leasing guru and outreach guru. I can't wait to pick your brain a little bit. Um, Brandy, but a little bit about you first, because I know you wouldn't uh, brag about yourself. You're a regional sales manager, and you partner with North Carolina, South Carolina, and mid- Midwest markets, right? And you joined GrayStar about three or three three years ago or so. You've got over 15 years of leadership and management experience, both in operations and sales, across really all levels, conventional, independent, memory care, senior living, active adult. Your focus and expertise support coaching on-site teams to drive revenue and occupancy through creative relationship-based selling techniques. You've been very successful in driving performance in lease-up communities, like I mentioned, contributing to a year-over-year increase of doubled growth in 2020 during pre-leasing periods. And we know what 2020 gave us was, was uh, a little bit of COVID. Yeah, a little bit. Brandy. Julie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for joining me in your busy schedule.
1: So happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so like I said, you have an amazing track record. And you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, it started maybe like with pre-leasing. There's a lot of people uh, out there who are in in that pre-leasing situation. I spoke with a, a team the other day. Uh, they have been working for about you know eight months now and they're at like zero deposits, really struggling. So what are some of the things that you know you do or your teams do that yield such great success?
1: Well, and here, here's the thing. We did not come out of the gate running, right? So um, I am three years in with Graystar and with Active Adult. Um, the team itself was probably two years uh, before myself. So we're going on five, six years now of experience and trial and error. And I think one thing that helps us now more than anything in last year and this year is everyone that actually is in the active adult space. So that education piece of when we first started out, we had prospects coming to us, they didn't know what active adult was. So we were already kind of having to work uphill as far as informing them of what even that lifestyle is and why do you want to be a part of it. So not just us, not just Graystar, not just Overture, but everyone that is now coming into our business, our line of business in this platform is really helping each other because we're really informing them. You know, there may be different levels. We may have a mid-market product. We may have a luxury product, but at, at its core, I think active adult, we're all trying to do the same thing, same goal of of having a really vibrant community to offer active adults that want to change at that point in their life, so um, I do think that that has just been helpful. Outside of everything that our teams do, is that we have a w- more well-informed consumer or active adult or an adult child that knows what active adult actually is before they're coming in the door. So that 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 is the first piece. Um, as far as what what we have been doing. Um, we've really become pers- become experts at personalized experiences. So um, not every visit, not every phone call um, is going to look the same. And I know we talk about, you know, scripts and uh, certain questions that we want to hit, but, and we have those, but ours is about truly getting to know someone and matching that experience and that want to what we have to offer. So it is a little bit more lengthy, maybe not as lengthy as a, as a true senior living sale. Um, however, we're using aspects of that and aspects of conventional. So we also create urgency. So, and I know that that may not be a term that we use um, in assisted living and memory care as much, right? Of uh, We're kind of working along with that family or with that prospect we can use that conventional aspect to create that urgency of, you know what, in pre-leasing the best floor plans go first. You're getting the best pricing out of the gate. You're getting the most incentives upfront because we are that far out. So, um, we, we utilize the, the sense of urgency that we can create as well to really get those deposits over the edge. Um, also, uh, because we have been in it so long, we now can offer experiences at our sister communities. So when when I first started, we were just coming up on 20 communities. We now, with our third party and everything that we're doing, have, I think we're over 68 communities at this point. So you know, you may be interested in a community in in Charleston, uh, or and we have one opening in Raleigh. Well, go visit that other one in Charleston. Go visit one of our go visit a sister community in Atlanta. Even if you're planning on moving to Cape Cod, so we can provide an experience for you prior to you know you blindly signing signing up with us.
0: So, if I'm hearing okay. you correctly, you're saying the that initial you know that that discovery that the conversation. Sure going, you know, taking your time with that, working really hard to get to know people, right? And really what motivates, make that connection, slow down, right? Slow down there, really take the time yet. And don't confuse that with the lack of sense of urgency, right? So slowing down, kind of knowing when to slow down, when to kind of speed up. Right. To uh, just because it's pre-leasing, you don't have a building doesn't mean you can't get a deposit today. Right. And there's urgency or just because you can't show something or for people that may not have a sister community. I think it's a great idea if you do. And like you said, if you, if you don't have the even if maybe someone doesn't have a sister community that looks just like, you know, if you got some unique products, experience the um the feeling, right? Or the, you know, the motion or the energy. I think that's a great idea. Um, I, My, you know, Brandy, when you were talking, uh, that, that discovery and slowing down and really getting to know, and it's not something that we all haven't said many, many times, and we keep going back to the basics because the basic fundamentals and foundations work, right? Why do you think we all know it, but yet, it's not happening to the degree it needs to happen. that discovery piece.
1: Because I think we become complacent. you know that's what I see even out of sometimes my best sales consultants because uh, the thing with Active Adult is, is sometimes the sale does lean a little bit more conventional. I don't think it's ever a hundred percent a conventional sale. But we do have people that are coming to us that are ready to make a decision that day, that have been educated either by themselves or by someone else on what active adult is. They like the location, you know. So it, it can run pretty, pretty conventional um, sometimes, but you're really doing yourself a disservice if you're not asking those unique questions. Um, we focus on storytelling. Uh, if, if you don't know what's important to that prospect, are you going to know whether to share a story of a resident who, you know, was really lacking in socialization, really wanted that community piece, um, how their life was changed by the friendships that they've made so far, um, or someone who is having an issue with downsizing, and you want to tell a story about a prospect that had, you know, had issues with that, or moving towards being towards adult children? So if you don't know what to identify, if you don't know what to focus on, how are you connecting with this with this prospect other than giving them in the same the same information that you give everyone? So I think it becomes out of complacency, and it and it is just reigniting that fire. I think as regionals to be curious about every single person that comes in the door. Don't worry about the call sheet. With the 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 questions will come right the, of of everything that we want them to check a box and gain. If you are genuinely curious about the person sitting across from you, how would they not? How are you not gonna connect with
0: them? Great, a really, really good point, that curiosity. And isn't that what I I think anyway, one of the the most fun part or aspect of this job is getting to know people. And how do you get to know somebody? You have natural curiosity, great interest in others. And you want to learn about them, right? You want to have them talk to you. And in our effort not to be pushy, right? Not to feel salesy. So much, so many people drawn to senior living are drawn for all, all the wonderful aspects and and you know the culture and the giving and the, the you know the love and the connection and and really that the end the end result. But oh, you know, don't want to sell, don't want to be pushy, right? In our effort not to sound salesy or not to be pushy. Or, t- you know, we, we like you said, you know, maybe, maybe it's complacency, maybe it's just lack of um, practice or something where we are sales because we're telling them about our product and services way, you know, too soon, too much without any kind of, like you said, if you, you don't know what's important to your prospect or the person you're talking to, how the heck are you... <laughs> Well and that's where that's where they
1: get into it. and my teams will tell you. I mean we have some very interesting conversations and coaching sessions of I mean, that's where you, you get into feature dumping, right? if you don't know what's important to them, you are just hitting every single thing that we have to offer or even thought about offering. So uh, to just make it make it really personal to that person, um, it does it takes you got to put you can't put the cart before the horse, right? You have to learn. what is important in order to gain their trust and to gain that sale um, or asking for the sale too soon. Um, You should be able to, after a proper discovery, phone call, visit, virtual tour, to lay out everything that you've just gone over and to present them, this is the next step. I mean, we've identified that you wanna be here. We identified that this is gonna be the perfect home for you to spend your retirement. The next step is the deposit and the application let's sit down and get that done today. So you have it out of the way. And, and uh, it, we do, we, we operate sometimes out of fear of, of hearing no or being pushy, but there, there is nothing wrong with once you've done your job for asking for that close.
0: What advice Brandy, would you give for you know, any level of, of, of care or service or, or lit lifestyle, but let, let's start more, more with the active adult independent living for Let's say we have done our job. We feel like we, you know, made a good connection. We know a lot, and that they, they aren't ready to deposit. You know, we have asked. We have what suggestions might you have for those follow ups? You know, the relationship building. So someone who's not at the bottom of the funnel, they're kind of right in the
1: middle. Sure. Thoughts well, there. And- Yeah. I mean, we, you can't give up and I, and I get it, that as a sales consultant, you know, you, you want that close, you want that sale. Um, That's just the first step. The first time you hear no is just the first time, right? Uh, As long as they're not saying never, and and it's going to be, how do I advance that sale? And how do I plan for that prospect? Is it no, because my son or daughter needs to see it? Is it no, because I have a home to sell? Is it, you know, there, there could be a million, we've heard them all. It is, how do we help advance the, if it's not going to be a deposit, how do we advance the sale? So, absolutely, I could absolutely understand why you need your son, daughter to, to come with you. Can I reach out to them to set up that appointment? Or, you know, can I call you tomorrow once you've had a chance to talk to them? Um, I would love to set up something virtually. You know, they're not coming into town for two months. Hey, what I would love to set up something where I walk them around the community virtually. Where do they live? Could they visit a sister community? So as you can hear, and that's what I, I spend a lot of time with my teams on. We're not, we're not pushing, right? We're offering options. They're giving us their answer, and we're offering options on how what the next step is going to be.
0: If you don't offer options, why would someone take an they can't take something that you don't offer, right? Correct. Them but options. we and
1: we need to have a plan for them because what else are you going to do you're going to wait 3 weeks and just call and in my one of my lines with with my teams again if you're just calling to check in you're calling for a check you want the check in hand so that that's not a good feeling that's not building a relationship right of you know no i'm going to reach out to you because we have an event going on I'm gonna reach out to you because I thought of you. I read an, an article in the paper. Oh, by the way, is your house for sale yet? <laughs> so of having good reasons, good quality touches, good reasons to reach out and laying it out for them. That's fine. We'll do this, this, and this. We will get you there. You know, if it's if it's objection that the house needs to sell, great. Have you have you even taken a, a meeting with a realtor yet? Do you know how much you know your house could sell for now, nowadays? With we know what's going on with the market. Or I would love to offer you a great contact for a downsizer, you know, on your own time. We we can have them reach out to you. So being being an advisor and being able to help them with what they need to get over that ne- next objection.
0: You know, Brandy, listening to you, uh, it, I, you know, you, you're. I want to do whatever you're telling. You're advising me to do. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to list my house right now. But you you're you know you come across you know, you're very passionate, you're very confident and you're, you you come across it, you know, you know what you're talking about and you're, you know, that, and and you're not saying anything that is not, no no offense, but is isn't new. Right. I mean, it's like you're, you're kind of given some options and and, and things that you've probably done many 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 times it's your delivery you're passionate you're you've got urgency but you don't sound pushy you sound like i know this is important to you and and i'm excited you know and i'm in and i'm also confident that let's keep going with this and it it, that just means so much how do you get confident like that
1: i think of just knowing you know, knowing your, your prospect and knowing your leads and, and having, you know, it, it didn't always come easy. Those first times you hear those objections and those first times that you stumble through, uh, wh- you know, what you're going to do with that, uh, you know, it's, it's all been a collection of my own experiences, or luckily I get to work with so many teams of, you know, building great relationships with my sales consultants. So they share with me, not Yes, Brandy. Everything's fine. No, everything's fine all of the time. Of uh, no, this prospect said this to me, and, and and I really had had a problem responding, or I, I, you know, couldn't think of what the next step could be. Well, let's brainstorm that, so that the next time this comes up, because it's not going to be the first time, right? The, as you mentioned, we we it, it is not uh, not rocket side, but we it's not new. It's nothing that we hear is really new, but it can be new how we respond to it. It could be new that our confidence is there now when we respond to it. It could be new that we have more options to respond, um, but uh, I appreciate that compliment because I, I, that is one thing that, that I'm, I'm really passionate about as far as the brainstorming and, and with my teams and what are some options so that uh, I, I never want anyone who works for us to, to sound to sound like a car salesman or to sound like they work in a conventional apartment building. Um, so there, there's definitely a, a, a look, <laughs> a feel that we're going for uh, with our sales process.
0: You've got so much uh, to offer and 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 you know so much to say that uh, I would ask that we uh, do a part two with you on outreach and you know driving that traffic or events or what what do you do if I'm in an inactive adult? Or I'm in a you know independent living or or any level of care, but really that active adult piece or independent. and I don't have a building, or my leads are down. Right, uh, what to do? Um, before we switch over to that, though, if you could sort of wave your magic wand and you could maybe fix fix quote unquote one thing in senior living on the sales side you know, or, or something that, again, you've been doing this for a long time and something like a, a repeated bump or repeated mistake or, you know, really wish I could wave the wand and fix, what would it be?
1: I mean, I know it's a little bit broad, but it, it is sales culture. When we talk about, um, to have every community to treat sales as a team sport. So, um, you know, we focus on the KPIs and the metrics. I mean, they're so important, right? When we're working with coaching, um, but sometimes we miss that bigger picture. Uh, my most successful teams, I have assistant community managers, which, which in our realm, you know, they, they really focus on invoicing. They focus on resident ledgers. They focus on move-ins. I have assistant community managers that are closing two to three sales a month because they jump in and not only take the tour, they're owning the follow-up. Um, I have tour experiences that happen in communities where they always meet someone on the staff. Uh, and hopefully it's it, with my coaching that I coach that you know it should be who's important to them. If home maintenance, if the maintenance-free lifestyle is what's important to them, I want them meeting my maintenance superintendent. If socialization is important, I want them meeting the lifestyle coordinator. Maybe if they're a little old school, they're a little bit trepidatious, community manager all day, right? They respect that that leadership. Um, I think it's important. Um, and, and it starts with the leadership of the building. So I work not only with sales consultants, I work with the community managers too, because I think it, it, you would know, Julie, that as regionals, as much as we like to be on site and in contact, we're not there all the time. It's not 24 seven, like it starts at the top in the building. So I think sales culture, number one, um and number two stop presenting i i I have visited i have secret shopped and, and shopped with them knowing who i am so many communities and sales consultants are giving one long presentation and that to me that tour could have been given to me as a as an adult child that could have been given to a prospect that could have been given to a referral partner Because all it was, was one run along feature dumping sentence is, is what it feels like. And not that true. Let me get to know you, um, personalizing it. I I think if your team is not doing that, if, if anyone can shadow with their sales consultant, or if you are a sales consultant and you think, wow, I, I could give that tour in my sleep. Eh, 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 it's alarm, alarm, alarm. Um, Let's see what I can change up, you know, and it doesn't happen overnight. All that we're talking about is practice, right? So I'm going to try to personalize at least two aspects of my tour, tomorrow, or I'm going to try to ask one deeper question when I could hang up the phone with somebody tomorrow. So it's just starting with one extra step and building from there. Uh, But I think it's, it's really what has become a pet peeve of mine is, is uh, a tour that looks
0: like a tour that looks like a tour. <laughs> well, dust the magic wand off because huh. it's sort of, we've kind of come full circle in part one with Brandy. You started out with that connection, how important making the connection, doing the, just having a conversation, learning about someone, right. And just circled back to the problem that keeps coming up that you, if you had your magic wand, you'd like to, uh, fix, which is the canned tour, talking too much, presenting. I've been on mystery shops where, or, it, or like not mystery shops, where they, where they literally had flip, like it was a presentation and they would have flip and talk. So uh, perhaps one, you know, it's it's one conversation at a time and, and one commitment at a time, right? Uh, it's each small change.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And it's and it's always one more thing. I always challenge anyone I'm working with, what is that one extra step? What is that one extra thing you can do for that prospect to make them feel comfortable, to make them trust you, to impress them, to give them a good first impression? So we talk about on my teams a lot of, of what's your one more thing. Um, and then also <laughs> familiar with the term of uh, we call it Vanna Whiting. I don't want this is this is the, the club room and this is the gym and the, you know if you get to your third, this is. Vanna needs to exit stage left and our sales consultant needs to come in and, and, and take over.
0: <laughs> Brandy, thank you so much for taking time and sharing your expertise. and listeners out there uh, don't despair because I'm gonna pick her brain a little bit more. And that will be coming up in another episode. So thanks so much, Brandy.
1: Thanks for having me, Julie. Loved it.